Hi, everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Gospel Bites, where we bring the gospel to kids each day. And today is Tuesday of the third week of Advent. And the reading is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. It is a little bit of a long one, but we are going to read it all, and I can't wait. The book of the genealogy of Jesus, Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asa, and Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers, at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliad, and Eliad, I'm sorry. It's okay, you can do it. <laughs> Keep going. And Eliad, the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar, the father of Mathan, and Mathan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to Christ, 14 generations. Okay, and now Holly is going to need to take a nap. <laughs> All that. So that was uh, kind of long and a lot of very interesting names. Um, but I think, so this comes right at the beginning of Matthew's gospel, and it actually is pretty important. So what it's doing is it's showing the genealogy of Jesus. And a genealogy is basically your family history. So it's showing that from Abraham, whom God made a covenant with in very early times with Abraham, through the generations up to King David, and then through the deportation, the exile to Babylon, all the way up to Joseph, who is the husband of Mary, who are the parents of Jesus, there's this line of family members. So Jesus is um, born of the house of David, the great king. And David is a descendant of Abraham. So what this big, long list of names is showing us is that this Fam Jesus is participating in this sort of family line that kind of shows us the what we it walks us through what we like to call salvation history. So the history of the relationship between God and man, and the um, efforts of God trying to reconcile people and Himself. And so it's actually very important that Jesus is part of this family line because it shows us that the um, the incarnation, which is what we call when Jesus came down to Earth and became a person that was sort of planned and guided and molded throughout 
the entire time that God had relationship with humankind. Um, that it was kind of, if you, I like to think of it as kind of a thread going throughout history. And it's all kind of pointing toward and culminating with Jesus, which is really cool because that's something I think we've been talking about a lot here is that um, Jesus is kind of the point that everything comes to. So even all of history, all of these families, all of these different things going on, a lot of which is uh, written about in the Old Testament, all culminates and points towards Jesus. And some families during that Advent season like to celebrate with a um, tradition called the Jesse tree, which goes through many of the people that we um, mentioned here, like Ruth and Rahab, Abraham and Isaac. Um, and it's a way that the family can get together to uh, talk about all of these people that came before Jesus and how they led up to Jesus. And what I'm really struck with too in this reading is how at the end it says that from Abraham to David was 14 generations and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation of Babylon to Christ, 14 generations. Um, I just find that very, very interesting because God had a very specific time that he knew that Jesus was going to come and he had these uh, families built in the way to pave the way for Jesus' coming. And you could see, even just by the number, that the Lord is very exact. 14 and 14 and 14. And he was very, very um, intentional about setting that time. And I think it's really beautiful that all of these people got to be a part of it. And I think this isn't certainly something that the people in this list would have understood or really taken notice of. But it's something when you kind of zoom out and see it from a bigger picture, you can see this sort of beautiful plan that's played out through history. Um, and I think that's true with a lot of um, a lot of what God does and a lot of God's plans is when right in the moment of it, sometimes it's not as easy to see what exactly is going on. But when you kind of look at a, the bigger picture, you can see this beautiful plan that's playing out. Um, and something else I think is very interesting. So this is a list of different family members, but it also helps to remind you that throughout that salvation history that I talked about, you see God's family kind of growing more and more and more. So it's Adam and Eve at first, and then it grows more. And then it's Abraham and his descendants, and it grows more and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when Jesus comes, that family is extended to the entire, all of humanity, every person in the world, and they're all invited to be close to God. And I think that's really beautiful, especially around Christmas time when we're spending time with our families to remember that we are all part of a bigger family, um, the family of people that God created and that God loves. And I think it's um, very important to remember that. And I think also why God created families the way that they that he did, because we we understand how to love our family and how to get along and how to make sacrifices and how to live for one another so that when we hear of all of humanity spoken of as a big family, we can think, okay, so if this is, if all of these people are all my family, how do I need to treat them? And we look at how we treat our parents, how we treat our brothers and sisters, how we treat our cousins and friends. And if we can remember that we're all one family, that God has created each and every one of us, and he desires for us to be a family, that can really help us to um, continue to love really, really well. It's really beautiful. And I think that that's a really good thing for us to think about. And um, that the Lord is always doing really good, wonderful work in us. So we hope you enjoyed it today, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.